0: Is that Tool? Are idea. you playing Tool? Hold on. Hold Are you? you, you he just, Rich just turned to his button. computer. Hold on. And he just I, suddenly Tools. I don't tools? know where it's playing. I
1: don't. I, I don't know where it's playing. Oh. Okay. Paul. Hey, Richard. If you start working at Post okay, we have a wonderful orientation checklist. We actually work real hard. We tried to make it nice and welcoming. Well, when you how get many
0: times do you start that new job and then it's like you're two weeks there and you're kind of still getting your laptop set up? It's a terrible thing.
1: That's right? bad. People
0: burn the cycles of newcomers.
1: You know what? Let's start this with a piece of advice. If someone's new, they don't want to be strolling over to other people. Like, can you help me get on the thing? It's so emotionally terrifying to start a new job. No it's, don't, don't let them do that. They are your customer I for that job first once. week. I
0: swear nobody would talk to me for six months because it was just like, who is he? Why is he here? We're very proud that people feel welcome when they come here. When they come here, what do they get? They get like, there's Trello boards and there's onboarding documents and you get your doc set
1: up. We use essentially, it's a handful of tools you're going to onboard onto
0: okay yeah i mean we use basecamp for organizing our lives
1: basecamp is used for some of the discussion and document sharing. We're obviously, we're on Google. I mean, you're going to, one of your first things is that email address and that's Google Docs, your Gmail, your calendar and whatnot. GitHub logins. GitHub login if you're an engineer. You're on Trinet, which is our HR system. So it's where you're going to get a lot of your benefits and stuff.
0: We have a out of office tool that you can say like when you're on vacation.
1: There's a tool called Pingboard uh, that tracks who's out and where you're going to be at any given time. There is Slack where we talk to each other. So all the there stuff. is abacus where you handle your expenses. So yep. it's probably north of ten tools, and depending on who you are, because then mm-hmm. the, the designers have their tools on top. Or I think of that. We got about,
0: There's probably twenty five or thirty regular software as a service tools we yep. use to run the business.
1: And with. as a really sharp-minded, trusting executive, every so often I say to everyone,
0: "Why the hell it, are we paying for that?" Why are we paying for all this stuff? Well, you know, what's real, though, is we were paying for a 360 review tool for people to give feedback to each
1: other. And it was thousands of dollars. Nobody's using it. They were talking on Slack. So what's materialized is a set of tools. There's this this trend now around these tools to manage your tools. (laughs) And this is around both authentication, so like you can have like one single, oh, single secure sign on. single sign on. That is, if you want to yes. ever
0: find where uh, like half a trillion dollars has been dumped into a hole and set on fire, <laughs> just <laughs> type in the
1: letters SSO in your browser. Yeah. So there's that, but there's also the tracking of these invoices. Like it is a jarring thing when you haven't logged into Airtable yourself for six months and then they send you a bill for seven thousand dollars. Yes, that's a strange oh, as a feeling, boss, you're man. Just like, hmm. What's yeah, happening? or Dropbox. Like, like, That's half a Toyota. And here's the other wrinkle we have going on in our lives. Yeah. right? I'm not going to name names. This email client came out a few months ago. Oh yeah, people lost their minds. Oh, and next thing it, you know, Dropbox. Like a Box. year ago, they thought it was the best email client ever. Then Dropbox, because who the hell wants it just be folders? There's Dropbox Paper. What yeah. is Dropbox Paper, Paul?
0: You know what? Let me just be clear. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> There's whimsical, which is for diagrams now. And then there's this other thing. There's a thing that's a meeting planner, but it it sends you emails. Here's how I know. I get emails from some automated service where a thing that I've done for 25 years, like meeting agendas, has now been radically reinvented by 11-year-olds who have never done work in their life. (laughs) To tell me how they you know like, oh, it's got decision points. And God bless our wonderful employees who
1: are... Well, that's the thing. Do you really want to discourage someone from coming up to you and say, you got to try this? I mean... and You got to try this. What do you
0: and I talk about when we go out in the world? We're like, you know, like, hey, Rich, let's go get a drink and talk about the software as a service we'd love to build. This is the madness. Everybody loves their new tools at the company that makes the new tools.
1: Our head of design, Matt Quintanillo, mm-hmm. wonderfully talented person.
0: Just basically an angel.
1: Evangelizes a tool that is not out yet and it's unclear when it'll come out. Oh, for uh making pitches. For pitch decks. <laughs> He's like, this is gonna be great. I can't believe I don't have this in my hands.
0: He sends me a He'd link. We have us wait, we should we would stop maybe the company. We should stop and the
1: company. Stop selling. I forget the name of the tool. I think it's called like happy yeah or, or pitch or something Pitcheroo. so this is the other bit in Stitch all seriousness you don't want to discourage like people like feeling really productive around a new thing you don't be like what are you doing with one more tool jira showed up on the scene about 60 days ago here 60 90 days ago we would kind of been shunning it for i was a saying time.
0: we don't even bother we don't need jira
1: we got a lot of tools we got github issues JIRA showed up, and it showed up hard.
0: Yeah, it really did. Everybody um, suddenly became Enterprise one day.
1: And there's a corner of this office. It's almost like a Marxist rebellion that uses Asana without talking to anyone else.
0: Because it's not really supported. But the thing I love about JIRA, too, it's been more than 90 days. I think it's been more like five or six months. I can't log in. I have access. <laughs> I cannot. I <laughs> No matter what I do, I'm incapable of logging into JIRA. It's not for lack of will. I would like to be in there looking at tickets. (laughs) The JIRA will not allow me to have access to JIRA. We've tried three or four things and people send me invites all the time. Like, you know, I'd like you to look at this JIRA board. No chance. And you know what? I'm going to just be real clear here. With a product like JIRA, That's a day, and I just don't have that day right now. I can't allow everything else in my brain to get put aside in order to enter the Jira hole because I don't know when I'll crawl back out. And that's the
1: thing: there's a limited amount of time. And
0: is the thing: as a as a leader, right? You just the way you find out about these new services is they send you automated emails, and you're like, "What the hell is it? Yeah, 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 it's actually bad." Because, of course, the services themselves, they're so excited for their viral growth because they're going to get to tell somebody else about how great they are and what they do. But it's actually bad because you should have been warned. They're like, well, new to squiggly do?" Well, here you go. And yep. it's just, but you should have been warned. Somebody should have said like, hey, I want to try this new thing. You can tell me if you like it or not. But instead, it just drops into your life
1: and you're like, what the hell? A lot of them are bad. First off, let's talk about the usability flaw in all of them. The usability and flaw in all of them is that... There's 20 of them is that I'm hopping from thing to thing. It's, it's unreal. So real, and they try to talk to each other in a clumsy way. So when I put a day off in the day oh, off thing, they all have their it goes API. back to my calendar. And Everybody then it blasts has an email.
0: freaking API. And, and they're and it also drops proud a of Slack
1: themselves. bot. Some systems are integrated tightly and linked in a very meaningful way. Apps mutter to each other. It's like, oh, he's yeah. taking a day off next Thursday. You should know that Slack. And then it ends up on Slack in some weird way. It ends up in your email in some other way. If someone said, design a tool for a company to do all its stuff. It's the thing, man. Slack is the new internet, right? And and all, here's the Slack. Okay, inter- you just, I mean, you just said a word.
0: No, but here's the- No, here's no,
1: no, no, no. You can't just gloss No, over. no,
0: but this is Slack telling you about all the things happening in your company. Oh, man. Oh, you walk away. You forget to turn your computer off or you're like, your head, your Bluetooth disconnects because yeah, yeah. that happens random. Yeah. Whole office knows
1: things are happening. It's just,
0: well, I, yeah, I said internet. I said that out loud. Yeah. That's an intra, I n t r a n e t. Let me get, should we
1: pull up the Wikipedia definition?
0: Oh, hell yeah. Let's see what they got to say.
1: An intranet is a private network that can only be accessed by authorized users. Private network. The thing about intranet, internet actually is the whole piping that powers. Netflix and chatting and WhatsApp and everything. An internet is let's lay out what 99.9% of internets are. It's a website. It's a website with links to services. It's and it's maybe a link. Some news. It probably works in your browser. It
0: might be powered by SAP or some other sort of enterprise tool. It's also called things like the hub. Yeah. <laughs> they love to rename it. Internet's such a lousy yeah. sounding word. The something portal, naming your company portal. Is an internet about communication? Is that all it is? No. So when I used to consult for big companies, you'd go in and you'd get sometimes you get an email or access and you'd log in and you'd hit the internet and it would be like upcoming events, here's what you need to know about your insurance.
1: Okay, so like something akin to like a bulletin board.
0: Yes. Yeah. Right. And then like links a, to your
1: services, like things your, you want to go to. Your mail, your calendar. That doesn't sound terrible. It sounds like, hey, my HR benefits stuff. Can I tell you, in an age of five thousand apps, it sounds wonderful. It sounds wonderful, and, and like give me a place where I can get to my employee handbook, the company calendar. I need to pick new benefits. Now this was I uh, when Postlight was
0: twenty people. This didn't matter as much. But I'm really starting to feel it since I took over sales. You know what my homepage is? What? a Google Doc with links to all the things I need for sales. That's upsetting. I'm so sorry, no, Paul. Just, it links to my CRM, it links to the various templates and documents that we use over and over again. And then if you keep scrolling down, it's got templates you can reuse and stuff like that. Because that's the only way we're going to build a scalable framework. And you need that a folder in Google Drive sure as hell doesn't cut it because you'll never find it again. Google does not allow you to ever look at a document twice. And every other thing doesn't really work. Yeah. Uh, Trello boards, I guess, a little bit and so on and so
1: forth. But God, a Google Doc with links. So what you're talking about is a set of links. Yeah, because all the tools that we use are web-based. So some uh, of it takes you to PipeDrive. I can link. Yeah, some we... of it, which is our CRM. I'll some of a... it takes you to Google Docs, Yeah, Google Slides. I'll give you an example. We're putting more and more
0: information into the CRM so that when it's time to hand over a project, like the statement of work and sort of all the stuff is there. To that, the team. Yeah, just because that's all been oral
1: and now now we're writing it down. Here's the proposal. Here's what we promised them. Why isn't there an internet taking over the world right now? A tool that brings this stuff together. I think in big companies, you
0: log in and you still get access to all the resources. That saves them a lot of money and time. And then there's like software as a service that everybody kind of is using three or four tools, getting through their day. They remember the URLs. You know, you just kind of remember. You bookmark f- them. There's Why, only a I mean, few. Let me yeah. let
1: me go left to right. That's your work bookmark bar. Exactly. Well, it's my browser bo- m- yeah. bookmark bar. Okay. I've got pipe drive for CRM. Yep. I'm going left to right. I've got a particular air table that I like to go to. Yep. I've got Basecamp. I've got Greenhouse, which is a recruiting workflow tool. Mm-hmm. Right. I've got Google Docs. I've got Google Sheets. I've got Google Slides. I've got Pingboard, which is for days off. Here's what we're saying as I'm going left to right here. My bookmark bar is my internet. It's your internet,
0: and it's not shared. You're saying, like, I get annoyed when I find out that. I just paid $7,000 for something I don't always use. Because you're not seeing all those resources. They surprise
1: no. you. Let me tell you, here's the path. I am at a certain altitude. Let's be clear. I'm not a designer, engineer, or a product yeah, manager. but we're not that
0: big a company. It's okay for us to know things. Like It's like not a surprise. Here's what changed, right? You used to go and you'd see a page at your big company and it would say, here are the things that you need. And if it wasn't in there, it wasn't real. Like roll it out, train people, all that stuff. Then- that all blew up because it was incredibly expensive and all the, everything costs like $10,000 a month for five people. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. And so all these software-as-a-service tools show up and they're like, how about instead of spending all that money, you do this instead? Yep. And everybody's like, yeah, that sounds great. But because there's no central place where you put that stuff, you know what they did? They started to badger the living crap out of you. I don't even bother to have a link to Greenhouse RHR system. You know why? Stuff's going to come at sends you. Sends me 50 emails. If I don't write my thoughts on a recent interview, it tells me an interview is coming. It tells me, ah, and there's no way to opt out. I'm going to get those emails. So why bother? Right? Yep. And then they start piping to Slack. But it doesn't really work because there's so many damn signals and they're all undifferentiated and there's no design. So like a well-designed resource that said, here are all the tools that you can use to get your work done in Postlight would lower our collective cognitive load a lot. But we're not going to do it because there's always another service and things are always switching out and on and on. Like maybe it and maybe we're just also isn't someone maintain isn't someone maintaining? Now that? I got another project on. It's hard enough to get our own website up. We have now gotten to the point where we can truly manage, update, and change and alter our website for marketing purposes or redesign it without it being an absolutely critical mess. But yep. it just used to be hard because we weren't good at taking care of ourselves. What's the solve? I would love the Postlight webpage that's only for people who are here. That tells them all the tools that they can use. A set of I, links. I think that would be really Is that empower- a wiki? I think that would be empowering for people. It could easily be a wiki. Why aren't people doing using that then? People want to use a new tool and not catalog all the old boring tools.
1: Well, we're also a technology shop. Oh,
0: of course. We, I mean, we're, we're both... We
1: love the new thing. Yeah.
0: And I, this is not a criticism of people in the company. I love nothing more. Then to start a new project, get about 10% in, and then start another project.
1: <laughs> it's who
0: I am, and it's a problem that I manage. Yeah, Everything got so dynamic and notification-driven that the culture of, hey, here are the tools you need to get your job done, instead became, don't worry, you're going to walk into a network of interrelated products
1: that will constantly tell you what you need to do. I haven't been in a big company in a long time. In a lot of big companies, your like browser gets handed to you. Oh yeah, and everything is kind of already done.
0: We're working for a big company right now, and they sent us all Macs,
1: like actual hardware. They sent
0: us actual laptops that are ready to go to access their systems. I have a Mac that have you I don't opened it. I don't use. <laughs> I have not opened it. I could open it up. It could be like a, a jack in the box.
1: Yep. And, you know, like Tim Cook yeah. could spring out. Yeah, I'm yeah. Saying. I want to go back to communication. I think there's two things here. And we just had a meeting, which this was raised, yeah. which is, I don't know where to go to find out something that's pretty important and pretty persistent. I want to make a distinction between what I'll call, for lack of a better word, stream of communication, which is just constantly flowing. Mm-hmm. Like you're either looking at it and there, or you're not. You can catch up, but you're not going to catch up there's, to a lot. You're going to catch up to a day. Slack. Slack, email. These are very email, dynamic ephemeral.
0: It depends how you use it. But yeah,
1: it's- No, but you're not gonna look, I want I wanna to get to this point, which is even email, right? Email, if you told me what was the state of your email a week ago, it's dead. It's gone. It's already disintegrated and it's been recycled, it's been composted. Yeah, that's right. Right. So email and slack and other tools actually, are very alive and in the moment, right? And then you have, I still need that canonical representation of the thing that's really important. And I'll tell you how this slams into Slack and email. It slams into Slack and email when someone comes to me and says, do you have the SOW from September? And it's January. Yeah, this is so I have spent, I spent
0: a lot of my holiday updating cards in the customer relationship management tool. hmm with new fields that point to SOWs, proposals, and so on. Okay, so
1: you're trying to address this. I'm creating an archive. Related. Something came up today in a meeting we just had, and they said, it would really be nice to know who's working on which project. And we started digging. The same way you dig for that file, we started like, no, but it's there. You just got to kind of dig around. And the truth is, what you're looking for is something more akin to what we talked about earlier, which is the bulletin. That's right. You go to the internet
0: and you click a button and it shows you who's working on what. And it's just one representation. Company directory. Company directory. But our company directory is a separate product and it actually can tell you if you update it who's working on what. But people don't like updating it and we don't really
1: like the way it looks or feels for that information. I think ownership and responsibility around... Once you decide you're coming out of the stream where you get to just talk to each other, you have to assign an owner because that person has gotta be the keeper of the thing that actually needs to be kept fresh.
0: For people at home, what you're hearing is that our company is growing and it is forcing us in the simplest way to transfer from a verbal oral culture where we communicate directly to one another. Stream-based culture. Stream-based culture to an archive-based culture. It's a dynamic business. And the minute you write anything down, it's out of date. If we wrote down who's working on what today by Monday at the end of the day, it will be out of date because somebody's like going to go work on something else for two hours. They're going to go just like touch a new project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if we don't move in that direction, because the number of simultaneous engagements that we're handling is going from a handful to actually getting closer to more like dozens coming in, coming out and current. The conversation and the- You can't the,
1: go searching through email.
0: You can't count on the person that you need to talk to sort of being available. There are, like you and I spent much more time together a year ago. Like, I don't see you as much as I used to because we've split up our efforts. and so It's a scaling challenge. Which the amount of knowledge transfer
1: that happened between you and me
0: is probably about half of what it used to be, which frankly is a
1: relief. Yes, (laughs) for for other reasons. Look, there's another move that people make that they find comforting. We landed a client recently and someone, I I don't even know who did it, just created a channel of the company name, of the client. And it just felt good to start talking about it. In that channel. And it bothered me because eventually that client name also got another channel created for staffing purposes. And then someone else created another one for the contract. And I started to get angry because what was starting to happen was they thought they were establishing these quasi-permanent places where canonical representations of the information are going to be. What happened was, if you look at my list of channels in Slack, it's a lot of failed attempts at that. Yeah. We have a tool called Dash, which its number one feature is that the channel must go away. That's right. The goal of Dash is for a decision or an artifact to get
0: created outside of Slack. Yes. Right? Like people have to like solve they can use Slack to do it, but then it's like, I will make that deck and get it done. And then you say the deck is done and you hit the
1: button and it's done. So what often happens in Dash is here's the deck. Yeah. You've got eight hours. Give me your feedback now or forever hold your peace. And people feel the clock at that point because that channel is going to go away. You know, there's this whole... And look, we've got
0: Google Drive going. We've got Dropbox going. We've got like... As a culture, we've rarely enforced anything as the canonical place.
1: You ever drive by like a storage plus? All the time. A lot of what is in email, and it's a billion-dollar industry, by the way, to keep that email archived oh, and just yeah. stored away, even though there's a very slim chance you're going to need to dig, dig back into it, yep. is the same business model as Storage Plus. I've said this in the past. My inbox is file storage. We rummage through stuff to find the thing all the time. All the time.
0: All the time. No, no, because here's what happens. First of all, it is unbelievably hard to get a file out of email into a Google Drive folder no, and no, have wait. that Google Drive folder be put in the right subfolder.
1: Four aisles of terabytes of data and CPU power have to be used. It's unbelievable. No, because how I, made,
0: I made, when I took over sales, I'm like, sales will be run at a meta level for, by Basecamp and then we'll use PipeDrive for our relationship. You had a plan. Movie, <laughs> you went we in with Google, a plan. And we will have Google Docs and we will link to the Google Docs in PipeDrive. And it's working. But it is absolutely a pain in the ass to keep everything. It is a lot of work to put stuff in a bucket.
1: Also, Google Drive feels like it wasn't invited to the party. There's (sighs) something off about it. I usually try to steer the ends of these podcasts towards like, okay, let's be positive and and constructive. This is really hard. There are teams of people who manage intranets inside of big companies.
0: Yeah, there are. It's a weird job. And I think it's probably a scary one to have because you're not relevant at some level. Like You're not facing the outside world. Let me ask you a question. Let's make a decision. Should we build an intranet at Postlight within the next, like, let's say six months? Sure. I think it's probably time, right? Like, I think it's an interesting exercise. It could be a page of blue underlined links to the tools that we use.
1: A lot of these tools are bad. There's a lot of bad software out there, man. There's I that too. like a
0: good like four second wait when I do a, a database query, and by database query I mean <laughs> clicking over about a meg <laughs> of data, like literally a Mac SE thirty could have done of that. You software. just, I mean, I love it. You move that card from one to the other, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Remember the um, there was a SNL skit. It was like somebody who lived like a minute in the past. And they were. Already, it was just like one character was in the past, yeah. one was in the future. That's and pretty was good. Some, and they're all just sort of yelling in, in yeah. random ways, like, oh, my God. And you're like, oh, no, what's going to come? And
1: yeah. It was pretty good. That's uh, what clicking. Th- on, that is uh, what
0: using a CRM in yeah. 2020 is like.
1: I love the thought exercise around it. I think yeah. it's fascinating. We do have a wonderful lab, Postlight Labs. And why not? It's something's busted. It's ridiculous the way we cobble together all our stuff. I think every company. But there's does a zillion. It. Let's be
0: clear. There's a zillion like internet services that you can also buy.
1: Yeah, but why don't I know about them?
0: As a category for the companies at our size, it's just assume that you're going to subscribe to a bunch of stuff and it will email you 45 times a day. Yeah. And instead of going to a place to learn things, you will simply be a passive animal that they will beat to death with email.
1: I'm convinced that when something is going to change the game, I'm going to hear about it.
0: Like, no, no, it's okay. It, it's, it's actually it, a fair indicator. There's not yeah. a lot of secret knowledge out there. Yeah. We're gonna build an internet. We'll report back as to how this all goes, but let's get the project started. What do we gotta do? Let's close this podcast out with a mission. Well, here is the, there's just too much friction right now, and as we're scaling, it's a challenge to deal with all the tools and services we use. It actually is increasing the workload rather than decreasing it in certain instances, and we wanna actually think that through not just throw tools at problems. And we also are like, if somebody really loves getting projects done with Asana and they're operating
1: independently, we don't want to take that away from them, right? Like, it's like, we're not trying to no, take things away. No, but there are global needs that are real. Like, for example, everybody needs to know where to go to put in their expenses. That's right. That's a basic thing. Here's the slippery slope. I call it going beyond the hyperlink. It's easy to list out our the, expense tool, yes, of course. Or but then you we could say, you know what? Hold on. You know what I could do is pull in the last ten expenses off of the expense tool, and there must be an API. So let me give me a second. And the next thing you know, you're building all kinds of integration. Well, and the stuff, nice right?
0: thing for a person, the true utility of an internet for me, would be that we would build a service that would remember all of my logins, and I could log into my Postlight tool, and then it would go and pull the things I needed to do out of the services. So, hey, you have five Mm, expenses.
1: This is how you end up where we are today.
0: Yeah, but let's say I have an account on the Light internet and it tells me, here are the expenses that you need to fill out. Here's Mm -hmm. your to-do list on Basecamp. Mm -hmm. Here's the updates from the health insurance provider. Here are the upcoming things that you need to do to get your health insurance, make sure your direct deposit is set up correctly, et cetera. That's useful. That's actually useful. Like I come in and there's my 10 things that I need to do. A team is doing that today.
1: Like American Express. There's somebody who's putting out like the general bulletin for New York office. And they're saying, fill out the thing by Friday
0: night. I'm sure this exists. Like, or people use Zapier for it or whatever.
1: I think it's humans. I think it's mostly humans. Okay.
0: Do we want to build that? No. Okay. What do we want to build?
1: I think there is certain information that is static in nature that should be somewhere. For example, the general company announcement. How is that happening today? Well, we use. I mean, I know at large organizations there is the bulletin or whatever. At a 200 person company, how do you, where is a general announcement happening?
0: I think 200 people, it's email and probably the internal bulletin.
1: Okay, everyone at.
0: Yeah, only a few people have access to that. We never send emails to the company. We've never done it. No, we did early days, I would send a few.
1: Yeah, and we don't do it.
0: No, because everybody's on Slack. And we actually, I worry about email. Like people don't, I I don't think people pay a lot of attention to their email when it's like a post
1: thing. Like the attention in the frame is on Slack. But that's its own problem, right? Which is it gets washed away by all the new messages. That's completely real.
0: You know, a great example, and we're still small enough that this matters, new hire announcements, just go. Yeah. If you're out, if you're on vacation when somebody new is announced, you never heard about it. So shouldn't that be somewhere? Well, you know the other one? We have this great channel. It's called Show Your Work, where people make one-minute videos about what they're doing. That shouldn't be a channel. Well, that's the thing. I was talking with that team. I'm like, can we please make an archive of this because it's impossible to come back and get caught up? And they're going to figure that out, right? Like, we're good at that kind of thing. So maybe that's it. Maybe we need to look through all the the different... Like, make a catalog of all the things we need to do, and then figure out good archival formats for the Slack channels and the- Is
1: it archival though, or should I just be going to a URL?
0: By archival, I mean like a document that would let me gain access to what was on Slack this week. For show your work, maybe it's, there's one document per month that wraps up all the all yeah. the videos.
1: What about the housekeeping stuff? Do you know how to get to the employee handbook?
0: I do not. It'll I mean, take I, me five I could, minutes. Yeah, it would take five minutes. I don't know where to start.
1: Announcements should be in one place static sort of representations of current state of things of some sort should be in one place. A lot of times what you'll find is like sales teams, they have like a dashboard that really represents... What's going on at any given moment in time? And no, like, or the gawkers, the, the high
0: volume websites of the world would always have their metrics up. Apparently Chart beats and Apparently, inside of Facebook, you're just looking at big screens telling you how you know, you're doing things are performing. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. We don't have an analytics driven culture around people working more broadly because yep. we objectively, we don't track time. Like yep. we're not saying you need to be have more productive hours.
1: Yeah. I love getting rid of stuff. I love getting, we got rid of meetings recently. That was a little awkward and you're like, can we have one more? Yeah. Could just have one more. Well, what happens is is you say we need to schedule a meeting. Well, what about monthly? It's like, no, just when you need it. And that throws people off. So getting rid of tools is harder. Somehow Adobe jammed 6,000 gigabytes of software into my toolbar up at the top of my Mac. Yeah. And we got a bill, and it was like $9,000. And everybody, all anybody talks about is Sketch in this office. And all of a sudden, yeah. I got a $9,000 bill from Adobe because After Effects is installed on everybody's computers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're not a motion graphics shop. Yeah. Not everybody's. About three. Yeah, <laughs> It still led, into, led to a $7,000 yeah, yeah, bill. No, so I said, why don't we just kill it? Yeah. And when I said it, I meant it in sort of a blustery and cause a ruckus way. But I actually kind of meant like, stop using it. And tell me how painful Our that is. my Our clients don't care. Tell me how painful that is. And you just don't know. And you, what you get is people really push back. Yeah, People are like, you can't take my tools away. Those are my tools. Even though I may need this once a month, I need it. And I'm not going to get in that debate. No, not somebody gonna
0: needs something to get their work done. We're going to provide it.
1: Yeah, but I think it's not just that. I think you ever see like... People who turn their garages into a workbench, their tools are so beautifully laid out. The tool setup is actually beautiful to them. It's like empowering. Oh no, that's how
0: that's how you gain control over that environment.
1: That's all of us. Yeah. So that's another path. You know, it's weird. Much of our
0: company does not have Microsoft Word at all. I I find that amazing. After all these years, it
1: is amazing. I have a friend who's really into numbers and spreadsheets, and when I mention that I use Apple Numbers, they get really upset at me. Oh, they just—they
0: don't think it's real software. It's yeah, exactly.
1: We all have our things. Yeah. All right, so I, I think this is a tool worth building because I think things have gotten too scattered.
0: But the reality is, we don't have a strong recommendation for exactly what it needs to do or how it needs to look.
1: I think this is some exploration. Yeah. I think this is some learning as you go do it. And what's good for us? We're gonna take a minute and figure out what's good for us. Well, you were talking a minute ago about what's good for you, which yeah, is a very scary step. No, right?
0: that's really correct. We can't start there. You can't start there. We have to right. start with, like, what's good for someone who just got hired. Correct. If we solve the, like, welcome to post-light, Yep. you are a new senior designer and you've got some experience in the mm-hmm. world, but you don't know how we work. Start here. Start here. Like, if we solve that, we're doing pretty good. Yes, correct. All right. So there you go. We sat down to do this podcast and now we have incurred a vast software burden that will take us a long time to unburden ourselves. from.
1: Ain't the first time.
0: Hey, if you're a listener and you actually have the solution if you have this one thing that you want send wrote. it over. Yeah, cuz we would love to not build this. Kind of want to build it, but no no, deep deep yeah. deep 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 down. Find us a way to never build this tool yes. and get more value out of the tools we're using.
1: Yes. We are Postlight, a digital product studio based in New York City. Lots of wonderful clients. We're announcing some new ones soon with case oh, yeah. studies that are incredibly exciting. It's been a really wild year and a lot of exciting things ahead. We are designers, engineers, product leaders who take big, sprawling problems and solve them with technology. And
0: in general, I think we're pretty nice and we we like to help.
1: Reach out. Hello
0: at postlight.com. We are always here. Have a great week. Bye, everybody.